welcome, welcome, welcome to The Cosmic Prayer. I'm Laura Topper, and of course, I'm here on New Thought Media Network every single Monday at this time, talking about prayer. And so many beautiful guests come on to this show week by week to speak about their own idea of prayer, how prayer affects their lives, how they use prayer, how profound prayer has been for them, and how they teach prayer. And this week, I'm just so excited because our guest who is here is somebody that I have just recently met and had this amazing connection with. And for her to be here is an incredible miracle. Uh, Dr. Charlotte Stokes Manning, who has her own show here on New Thought Media Network. And she's incredible at such a force of nature with so many amazing intentions in her heart, with her work that is really based all around forgiveness. She's a number one best-selling Amazon author, Forgiveness, a heart healing stories from the stubborn and heart-headed. Oh yes, we know all about that. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Charlotte just has an incredible way about her and her healing presence is something that I know you are going to absolutely love. So I'm welcoming Dr. Charlotte, Charlotte here and now onto the show because I'm just so excited to hear from you. Hi, Dr. Charlotte. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Yes, I am so happy to be here. I said, you know, there are some benefits to COVID. COVID has taught <laughs> us how to communicate long distance. And I am so thrilled to have this medium by which we can connect sister to sister, energy to energy, cosmos to cosmos. Oh, absolutely. So I'm with you. It's amazing. And I know that you, um, you know, your work, I'm just so interested in your work because you were speaking just before you were giving me a little taste of the richness of your life and the way that you, um, you are in the world with your spiritual work as a reverend and what it is that you stand for and what it is that you, I just, it's oozing out of you. <laughs> So excited to get into this conversation because I'm really wondering how prayer, how prayer has affected your life and how you use prayer. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, and and I'll share a little bit of my story on on, but prayer is the intricate or the common denominator to life. There is prayer and meditation. Prayer is me talking to God, meditation is God's response to me. So I have to learn how to connect to that oneness, but I also have to be willing to be still and know I am as scripture teaches us. So my journey to God has been arduous to say the least. And I say, I'm one of those, one of those children who entered into this kicking, fighting, biting, scratching, and screaming because I had a very tumultuous relationship with God very early in my life. But I know and understand that vibration. Some people say they get the, um, they, they understand the voice of God or they hear the voice of God. And I believe the essence of God is a vibration. And when we are lifted to that level of love that only where only God exists, we begin to realize 
the power and the presence of that spirit that dwells within all of us. We all have that. So it's being able to pray and ask and then be willing to listen and receive. So that's that's my whole definition to how the relationship that I have with God has I've never been one of those, you know, Southern Baptist praying kind of people with God. I have a conversation with God just like, yo, what's up? Mm. <laughs> you know, things aren't working here right now. So, you know, you need to give me some direction. And 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 I have that kind of relationship. So I pray all day, every day. I listen, I pray, I listen, I pray, I listen. Yeah, I love what you're saying because it's it's like a it is a conversation with God and it's very intimate. Yes. And it's it's like knowing that God is yeah present present at all times that takes away the kind of feeling oh i've got to be i've got to be doing a special thing to be praying for it to work yeah having that flow and and god's gifts show up in a myriad of ways if you are vigilant and you pay attention god doesn't show up like the parting of the red sea you know, God shows up when a squirrel sits down and raises its hind legs and looks at you in a way that's saying, pay attention. Yeah. I'm, I'm offering you something. So I learned quite a bit of my uh, reverence uh, to God through nature, you know, and yes. I, I have been, you know, as I said, my journey started you know, in the second grade. And, and I was born and raised a Catholic. I, and in the second grade, as we were, so we're seven, eight years old, we're preparing for our first Holy Communion. And the priest we had, and this is during now, I'm 70 years old. So we are living wow. in time. I live That's in another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you look amazing. <laughs> It is, you know, I I live in Virginia, which is not considered the deep South, but it is the South. And a lot of segregation took place during my lifetime. They were colored in white bathrooms and we couldn't go to school with white kids. And we had two parishes, the St. Joseph's, which was the black parish and St. Mary's, which was the white parish. And we have the only order that I know of, of, of black sisters, the Oblate Sisters of Providence was the black order who taught the black kids. So, but we had a white priest. Don't know what he did to get him relegated to that, that sentence. <laughs> and he told us, he said, you know, I can forgive all your sins except one. And that was the sin of Ham. And when Ham sinned against his father, God cursed him and turned him black. So I could not go to heaven because I was black. Now I'm in the second grade. How my, old were you? When I was seven or eight years old. Oh, wow. Now just, just imagine. Digesting that. As a seven-year-old. As a seven-year-old. Now, I believe that all of our thought systems are formed between the ages of one and seven. Mm -hmm. Everything that you think 
believe, feel, identify with all of that in your love to right comes within that time. So every memory that you have filed in this thing we call a brain, which is the master computer, remembers absolutely everything that transpired then. So whenever someone was rude or disrespectful to me, I would go back to that priest who said, that's the best I can hope for. I had a father who had to marry my mother because back in those days, when you got a woman pregnant or you got her in trouble, you had to marry her. Mm -hmm. So my father had to marry my mother because she was pregnant with me. So my father always looked at me as a disappointment in his life. So now I have a priest that tells me I can't go to heaven because I'm black. And I have a father who tells me I'm never going to amount to anything because I denied him. Okay. The two most important men in my life told me I was never going to amount to anything. So I was pretty pissed off with God, to say the least. You know, and as I grew and evolved, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to hell anyway, I'm going to earn my way in there. Right. I became very rebellious. But God had a plan for me and a purpose for me. And God just led, guided me, directed me along a way, as I said, with great resistance. But I knew that I had a fear. I wanted to know God. I really did. And at that time, I'm looking for God out here, not God in here. And so you said early on, or I, I forgot exactly how you said it. There's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. I have have had a wealth-filled life. I I have worked for some of the most incredible people on the planet. Oh, you you have. I mean, you were telling me before the show, your life, uh, your work life, which probably isn't, I I can't call it your work (laughs) life. This is your journey. And it's it's such a blessed journey. And I think the... the, um, the way that you were explaining the different people that have that you have sat with, mm-hmm. people that I look at online, Deepak Chopra, Marianne yeah. Williamson, and I think, yeah. wow, these people have made incredible transformations for their lives and for many, many, many other people's lives. And you've you've actually been working with these people for for a few years, yeah. been in their yeah. presence, and they've been in your presence. So it's yeah. absolutely yes. Yeah. Well, Marianne, I, I worked for Marianne Williamson for seven years. And I, I, as I said to you before, I met Marianne when I was a designer manager at Nordstrom in Detroit, Michigan. And she had just accepted the senior ministership at the Renaissance Unity, which is formerly the church of today. I worked for her not knowing. I, I just, you know, and this is why I said to you, If you are open and mindful and you pay attention to what's going on, God will send you people into your life, people, places, things, times, and events. And Marianne came into my life at a time when I was open and receptive to new new media thought. And when you say new thought media, that media is a medium for all of us. To yes. be able to connect with each other. 
So working for Marianne, I was her special events minister and I coordinated all of the the talent, for lack of a better word, that came to the church. So I worked with Les Brown, Mary Manning Morrissey, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Gene Houston, Ian Van Zandt, uh, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, James Redfield, you name it. I mean, people, I mean, I'm in a car alone with them. You know, I am picking them up. I'm, or I'm talking to, I mean, these, these are people that are some of the most, so I see them in their casual way, <laughs> not their on stage presence. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You, you see Deepak Chopra blow his nose. You're like, wow. <laughs> He's human. <laughs> I mean, he's human. You say Wayne Dyer is like, wait, 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 I gotta go to the restroom. You're like, these people don't blow their nose and go to the restroom. Of course they do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it is, I mean, I have had a wealth-filled life. And Marianne was the catalyst by which I was able to find forgiveness, my work in forgiveness. It took me 50 years to forgive that priest. Right. And it took me 50 years to forgive my father. But I, I, I never was able to see the priest face to face, but I was able to have a reconciliation with my father and, and to realize that I would not be the person I am had I not had that experience. Yes. And of course, the miracles teaches us. It says, do you want to learn your lessons through pleasure or through pain? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the majority of us learn our lessons in pain. But I have this saying, you know, forgiveness is the exit ramp to love. And you can get off the ramp at any time. Forgiveness is like this. People say, well, can you forgive and forget? If you forgive, it's, you don't even need to think about to forget. Forgetting. No, no. So I want to ask you, Charlotte, because I'm really now this is I'm really interested in this because I, I, I love forgiveness work. And mm -hmm. I, I embrace many different kinds of forgiveness work. And I think it's important that we each find our own way mm -hmm. to forgive because sometimes that, that can be a block. There's so many different ways that we're told, you know, to forgive. And, it, and yet I know that, um, that ultimately when we're ready to forgive, that can be a prayer in itself as well, can't it? Because it's a, yes. it's a letting go. And in that letting go or that dissolving, we're opening up. Yes. to the whole new you got it world that is here that we can't yes. quite see if there is that fog of the suffering right. of holding ourselves back in that place so yes. how what it what inspired you i mean it's very brave what you've done because you've turned that priest's sentence yeah. into your the body of your life's work well, you know, I, 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 A Course in Miracles also asks us, it says, are you willing to see this situation differently? And it also says to it, what can this situation do for me that forgiveness will not allow? And the quicker you are able to forgive and learn from whatever that circumstance or situation was, you, you don't have to repeat it. Mm -hmm. Because the universe is going to continue, you know, my relationship, 
my unresolved issues were around my relationships with men. Mm -hmm. First the priest, then the father, mm -hmm. then the husband, or then the boyfriends, I should say, then the husband, and then my children. So my teachers showed up in a myriad of ways based on what it was, the level of learning I needed to resolve. I so, love that. Can you just yeah. say that piece again? Well, all of every, you, you have to first identify what your forgiveness issue is. It could be around women. It could be around men. And I, when I use those terms, it's an energetic force. So we're talking about the masculine versus the feminine because the energy of that priest can show up in the energy of a boss or a brother or a cousin or somebody getting off the bus. The energy of that relationship, okay? My father, the priest says, you can't go to heaven, which means I'm condemned to be, to experience negativity in my life. So I accepted that because I didn't know any better. He expressed it because he didn't know any better. He, I believe that he believed exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. But I have also come to know that presumptions create assumptions, assumptions, create perceptions. Perceptions give you uh, beliefs and beliefs are not always the truth. So you can believe one thing. He believed that I couldn't go to heaven because I was black. And I believed that he wouldn't lie to me. So he must be telling me the truth until I became more spiritually mature. And I understood that. So through, through the work, I realized that first it was the priest, then it was my father, then it was the boyfriends, then it was the husband, and then it were the sons. Now, through all of that, my work, my forgiveness work was in that masculine energy, that alpha energy. So I had to learn how to empower myself and understand every single one of the relationships, by the way, I pursued. So the common denominator in my lessons was me. Yes. So this was a universal task. And it wasn't until I was able to forgive the priest and my father mm -hmm. was all the forgiveness started like that. Right. After that, when I got it on a cellular level, mm -hmm. this is all about me. These are just the co-plays, the co-characters coming into my life to teach me the power of forgiveness. Now, once yes. I got it, I'm not going to spend enough time with you to put me in a position where I need to forgive you for anything because it's just not that my, my, the essence of who I am is much more important than that inability for me to find forgiveness with you. And you preface that by saying, when we are fully present, forgiveness is unnecessary. Yes. Because when we are fully present, we are in the I am isness of God. Yes. God don't discriminate. And so when we're fully present and when we are willing to do that, um, I won't, I don't want to call it work, but it is, it's, a, it's, it is um, the unfolding 
yeah. see unfolding when we're willing to do that then we automatically will not draw to us those situations anymore through those people and experiences because we've done it that's right there might be something else <laughs> well but once you get it i mean clearly and I always say, be very careful how you articulate your lessons, because if you say, oh, I got this, the universe says, oh, really? Let me see. And yeah. I'll send you another lesson. Right. But what, what I've come to know for sure for my life is when I can see the gift that every opportunity and every lesson brings to me, it's not even about having to forgive me because Everyone comes into your life to teach you something about yes. your life. Yes. You call them forth, every single one of them. There are no accidents and there are no mistakes. And so even when we're angry because that person is presenting something that we'd rather not deal with or mm -hmm. it's upsetting or mm -hmm. it's infuriating, it's mm -hmm. still an opportunity it's an amazing, it is the opportunity, isn't it? To see ourselves and to do that, that dissolving, that but forgiveness. What you're, what you're angry at is that what they are showing you is a yeah. part of yourself. So it's a healing that you need to make within your own self. So if you are upset with someone because they articulate something that uh, is distasteful for you, you have to ask yourself, you know, what is the lesson here? What is the intention behind this? Why is this evoking such anger or upset within me? Because it is the loss of or lack of control that you have in this situation. Right. Yeah. And so the forgiveness becomes not only about the person, because that's really the gift, the person right. coming forward and the experience. It's the, it's the uh, emotions that are provoked. Mm -hmm. because of the circumstance yes. there's the healing in there mm -hmm. but it provokes and evokes because okay. it provoke how it provokes you and then how you how it evokes a sense of anger or upset within yourself yeah. you have to ask yourself what what's about this because that person has gone on and is doing something completely different and you're sitting over here angry and upset and they yeah. don't have a clue what you're mad at they yeah. well i did i say that or no i don't remember saying that and they're totally oblivious to why you're upset and that's the reason forgiveness is 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 um uh, I think it was Dr. King that says, um, oh, I can't remember the quote not right now, but forgiveness is a, it's, it's an ever evolving work. You get, you get better at it or quicker at resolving those issues. Because the first thing I ask myself is my peace worth me getting involved in this situation? And it's not, you know, is the love in my life worth me compromising this upset. And it isn't. Now, I would love to be able to say that, you know, I'm Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree, but I, you know, I, I, that, you know, I, I go through this, but I have my challenges also. And, and so that was the reason that I started this forgiveness series, because we need tools to help us move through this thing, navigate through this thing we call life. 
Yes. I don't like to say it's a process. It is a, it's a discipline, you know? Yes. So forgive stands for, uh, and I'm writing a series. I'm going to be writing seven books over the next seven months on each one of those. So the second book is actually being launched tomorrow. It is available on Amazon, but, uh, uh, and you can download it to your device for 99 cents. I would ask you to wait until tomorrow when we do the official launch, but it is all about forgive is F is facing your fears, being willing to release and let go your attachment to whatever it is that is upsetting you. O is for organizing your thinking. We have to create a spiritual toolkit that gives us the tools that we need the artist way is one of mine. Yes. Miracles is another one of mine. Uh, you know, meditation. I have several different meditations or meditational people that I work with. Cynthia Henderson, who was on my show last week, is amazing with guided meditations. I, I, um, I, I write, I journal. The artist way is like, it's my main source because she gives you everything that you need on a daily basis. I yes. sing, I dance, I, I do all those things to lift the evolution of my spirit. R is releasing and letting go. You got to let this crap go because we are living in a world right now that is so, I mean, you can't find peace anywhere. Hmm. We are bombarded with negative energy. So I believe that this is the, we were, we were brought together for a time like this. Ernest Holmes and Charles Fillmore created this template for us to be able to be the lights in this, you know, this negative force, because we know just striking a match casts out that darkness. Yeah. So G is for gratitude, being grateful for everything you've learned, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because by God's grace, you're still here and you're learning and you're growing and you're spiritually maturing so that you can be the light to this world. I is listening to your intuition. Stop following this. That brain, that egoic dysfunctional brain doesn't have anything to do with your mind thinking. Mind is the creator of thought. That's God. The brain is the receiver of thought. And as I said, we go through that age one through seven, where all of those thought processes are formed into this thing we call a brain. So if you say cookie, whatever cookie looks like in here shows up in your frontal lobe. You know, somebody might see a Fig Newton, somebody might see a chocolate chip cookie, somebody may see a biscuit like you do in London. <laughs> okay, in the UK. You see what I'm saying? We have a different vision of what that looks like. But your intuition is your connection to the I am within you. So I'm always saying, get out of your head and drop down into your heart. Mm. Okay. V is for value the little things. You know, you, like I said, watching that squirrel run across. That squirrel is not the least bit concerned about putting an addition on its tree where it's living. Oh, we need to get a new driveway in this tree <laughs> or a bigger box to store our nuts. That, that squirrel is just about being fully present. 
And E, I think, is the most powerful. The most powerful work is connecting to your energy, the chakras in your body. Tapping, you know, meditation, aligning yourself with all of these. So each one of these books is an opportunity for you to spiritually mature and grow in that physical. By the time you get to energy, oh. The, the desire to, to to even need to forgive anybody won't show up. And Marianne used to say, when I was with her, I went to Bali, really quick story, and I'm going to zip it. No, don't zip it. <laughs> Please don't oh, zip I it. We'll to, be in trouble here. <laughs> I went to Bali, Bali, Indonesia with Marianne. And, and while we were in Bali, there was uh, a, a guy that had been stalking her. So we had special special security that was uh, that was protecting her. But by the same token, a number of us knew who this guy was. So this guy was walking and he went to approach her and I stepped in front of her and he called me the N word. And so, hi, Michael. He called me the inner. Hi, Michael. Yay! And hi, Wayne. I'm going to give a shout out to Wayne as Yo, well. Hey, Wayne's yeah. here. Fantastic. Yeah. So great. We're yeah. here. I, I'm not interrupting you, but I am reminding the listeners and the viewers that we are here with Reverend Dr. Charlotte. And this is such an incredible show, Cosmic Prayer, because we're hearing about forgiveness as the prayer. Mm. Yes. And Dr. Yes. Charlotte has written the number one bestseller is and is working through this um, this forgiveness. Well, it's not a process, is it? It's a recipe. It's a recipe for life. Yes. A recipe yes, for a life. life. I, I like that. Recipe. <laughs> a recipe like for that. living. Recipe. And you're here watching on New Thought Media Network, which is an incredible focus ministry, uh, senior minister, Reverend Robert Brzezinski. And we're here shining the light on, on forgiveness today. And thank you so much for being here, Dr. Charlotte. Oh, I'm filled up with joy. Awesome. I am so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be with you. And, and that's why I jumped in there and said hi to Michael, because Michael has been such an inspiration in my life. He has been the conduit of, of my life's work. And he has led, guided, and directed me in places, doing things I never thought that I would do. So he is an Aww. angel sent to me by God. And I, and I get, and I'm not saying anything to you that I have not said to him. Because yeah. he really is special, special. Oh special. yes, I I I second that, Pastor yeah. Michael. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. So, so take I us was, back to Bali. Yeah, so we were in <laughs> Bali, and and this guy tried to approach Marianne. I stepped in front of him, and he called me the N word, and and I'm in. You know what the N word is? Yeah. Okay, so he called me the N-word, and we're in Bali, Indonesia, and I'm saying to Marianne, when we got back to the hotel, I said to her, can you believe I am in Bali, Indonesia, and somebody calls me the N-word? And Marianne said, this is in 2002, and this has been my mantra for life ever since. Marianne said to me, when racism is no longer an issue for you, the racist will stop showing up. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that racism will cease to exist in the world. No, and it, and it doesn't mean you won't recognize it, but it means but it you're not embodying it. Exactly. 
So when lack is no longer an issue for you, lack will stop showing up in your life. Right. When unresolved forgiveness issues are no longer an issue for you, those issues will stop showing up in your life. You will start to see the gift of every presence. You are a gift to me, Laura. I don't know. You know, this is the beginning. I feel it. You feel it. Yeah. But we don't know what God has in store for us. All we have to do is be open and receptive. I don't tell Michael no. He will tell you this. I don't tell him no. If mm -hmm. Michael asks me to do anything, I know that there is a reason. I don't know what it is at the moment, but me being with him has now brought me to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So all of that. Yeah. This is so beautiful. I'm so excited about your book. So you're bringing out one at a time as a series. Yeah. Yes. And so the first one you've already written. Yes. This is the concept. This book here okay. will tell you about the whole journey that we're going to take over the next seven months. And this so, book is a number one bestseller on Amazon. Yes, it is. Yes, and anybody is. can find this on Amazon right now. Yeah. And you can download it. This is, again, when you live a wealth-filled life, now you can get the hard copy, which has workbooks in there with work and stuff, you know, that you can put in there. But you can buy that for like 12 I think $13, 12 dollars okay. But you can download it to your device for $2.99. I want are. everybody in the world to experience this. So when you do work from a wealth-filled concept, the universe will provide all the resources you need to do that. So I don't Beautiful. worry about money. I just worry about the message. I want to be able to share that message. So I do that that way. And this is such a powerful message and no time like now for us to get this Yeah. because there's a lot of reason to blame now, isn't there? Yes. There's a lot of reason yes. to blame circumstance, people, yes. situations, mm -hmm. health, this, that, whatever, the mask, all, COVID, of, it. all of it. All of it, yeah. Yes. yeah. So the clearer we can be in our hearts, we can live this life of, 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 of freedom, and abundance. And abundance. Yes. And abundance is not measured in dollars and cents. No. It's 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 measured in love and, and acceptance and connection and spiritual devotion. All of that. If you did all those things, you you wouldn't need laws. We wouldn't need commandments. Jesus said, love God and love one another. If you do them two things, you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. The gift, all your needs will be met. All of them. This is so powerful. This is so powerful. So I, I want to ask you, have you, you work, do you work with people one-on-one -on -one with this? I do. do you help people? I yes. I do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. And you run groups as well or... Um, I am, we are in the process now of creating a forgiveness academy and there are several, there are several places online and on Facebook that do forgiveness work, but this is the, the work that I'm really is, is to allow people to get to know first who they are, what their triggers are, you know, to identify the energy that needs healing because it is a, it's not just like get over it. Yeah. It's going deep and understanding it and peeling yeah. back those layers and reprogramming. You know, when you when you open a file 
on your computer. And regardless of whether you add a comma or you take a word out or you put a word in, when you get ready to close that document, what does it ask you? Save changes. Do yes. you want to save changes? Yes. So we want to take that old program and focus on how we can take out a word of condemnation and enter a word of devotion, love and devotion, how we can recognize that God created all of us, mm -hmm. not just the ones you like. All the ones you don't like. <laughs> and God looks at them and God is like, well, I don't know what your problem is, but I like them. You know, yeah. and that's the, that's the hard pill to swallow. How could God create somebody that is mean and obnoxious and all of that? And I say that, how could God create me only to condemn me? So yeah. it takes me back to that lesson. Right. And to understand if God didn't condemn me because I'm black, God's not going to condemn this dude over here because he's, evil or he right. my definition of evil his process is just different from mine and the evolution of his spiritual maturity is just different than mine yeah but there's only one power and one presence so do you see um dr charlotte do you see as more and more people take this practice responsibly for mm -hmm. their lives that we become this living prayer of universal peace and love. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I believe that as the commandment says, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. And when you can really begin to understand that, and again, this is Shakespeare says, age is not judged by calendar years, but by wisdom. Right. This is an evolutionary process. Yeah. And you know, this is somebody speaking with 70 years of experience. It's a whole lot different for someone that is 40 years old and, and going through their experience. But you just try and say, listen, are you willing? Here's some tools because here you are in my life. So here's some tools for your consideration. I never tell anybody they're wrong. Mm -hmm. Your way may not be my way, but that doesn't make you wrong. That just makes you different. And that's okay. Yes. Because your life experience will take you in the trajectory of finding your I am, as I have had to find mine. And you said that earlier. I think it was before we came on air. You said, you know, when the student is ready, the, the teacher, teacher shows up. And I, I've often said when the teacher is ready, the student will be <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so true. I think what makes us wise women and wise men as we get to this certain certain level or stage of our own, I keep saying spiritual maturity, but we get to that level when the thinking of the the thinking of the planet doesn't reflect the thinking of our the the world that we have created within ourselves. Yes. We separate ourselves from the stuff that defines us and open ourselves to receive the divinity that is God within us all. So oh, when you I love you, what you've just said. Yeah, when you know separating what to that crap. 
what kind of shoes you're wearing, what kind of car you're driving, what kind of the square footage of your house and your stuff no longer divide, decide, de, de, defines, defines you. Yes. Then you are open to receive the magnificence that is God within. And my so, relationship is so different now than it was when I was 40. Yeah. Because I listen. I pay attention yes. now. So we're, we're being always invited. I see it as we're always continually being invited to really shift and change our yeah. change the status quo. Mm -hmm. And I think those two sentences that you've just said are the, are the roadmap for that to open yeah. up to embodying the divine mm -hmm. and to letting go of what we think is necessary right. to live a fulfilled life, because that's just an external projection Exactly. That we are trained that if we live by that and have this and we're successful in that mm -hmm. way, then our life mm -hmm. will make sense. And I've tried that and been there and done that. And my life mm -hmm. did not make sense. <laughs> and, that's no. what I, and that's what I mean. Sometimes, unfortunately, many of us have to have a earth shattering experience in order to shift to that. But yeah. isn't it interesting that when you finally realize that, you know, having power and money just really gives you a different set of problems? Yes. You know, and when you realize you use your power and money for the greater good of all inspired. So then you recognize the difference between being rich and being wealthy. Yes. You know, wealthy, wealthy people get pleasure and enjoyment out of giving it away. Yes, absolutely. Seeing the, seeing the enrichment of that. And the universe says, oh, well, they're not afraid of being broke. So, you know, as they give away, they get. So I say your income, the spirit of your I am, your income will make manifest your outcome. Yes. So what you create in here will be manifest out there. So if you got a million dollar heart, guess what? You'll have a million dollar life. And again, that's not dollars and cents, but that look at my, I, I use the example of Mother Teresa. Look at Mother, oh, Teresa. Mother Teresa traveled. Million. She didn't have she two pennies. She didn't have two pennies to rub together. But she conjured up, a, she, she materialized a lot of money into through her, through her, 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 her project. Mm -hmm. She she managed to um, she attracted wealthy people around exactly. her who were willing to tithe into her ministry, and and they asked her how could you go and spend so much time and energy with contagious people or people that are dying for such infectious diseases, and she said because I see the face of my beloved in all of those I right. assist. Right. And Jesus was the face of our beloved. Yes. Now, of course, the miracles teaches us saying the name of Jesus in any language lifts your vibration to the level of the divine, regardless of what your bit, your affiliation is. When you say the name of Jesus or Krishna or Buddha or Allah or, I mean, or Yahshua or whatever, it lifts your it lifts the energy of your being to the level of the divine. You cannot create miracles in an egoic, dysfunctional mindset or body set. You have to expect a miracle knowing that God, it's, a, it's your privilege and your right.
And so this is why, you know, I think prayer and forgiveness are those two tools that allow us to willingly surrender those pieces that are weighing us down. They're weighing us down. And if, if our lives aren't working, then we're being given an amazing opportunity to look at that, to do something about it, not to just go and buy something to fix it or think Mm -hmm. I have to have that to replace that and it will make things better. Um, This work is so so powerful. That's why Mm -hmm. we're here today talking about it, isn't it? Because it's to change people's lives. We have to say, be willing to say, yes, I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready. It's a bit of a leap. Yeah. Well, just yeah. think about our teachers, you know, Ernest Holmes and, and Charles Fillmore were doing this work in, in the 20s mm-hmm. and third, 1920s, 1930s, where, you know, I know in the unity movement, Charles Fillmore was having study groups in the basement of people's houses because this right. was considered, this was considered uh, uh, sacrilegious. And, you know, you could be, you could be branded and your community and all of that kind of stuff, but they were creating a movement. They were starting a movement of consciousness so that when we got to this space and this place and this time, we now have a community. I always say, we know our people. Yeah, (laughs) you can you can can walk down the street and you can tell by how somebody's walking if they are if they are new thought person. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. And how you communicate. You have a language that we speak to one another that we understand. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, Dr. Charlotte, I could talk here all day with you. This is amazing. Here on the Cosmic Prayer, I'm just so grateful that you have said yes to being here and sharing your story and your work and your incredible intention. Uh, It's beautiful. I'm really grateful. Your website is here. And so I'm saying now, anybody that's watching right now, when this show is over, just mark that Dr. Charlotte Manning and go straight to her website. And you can also find Dr. Charlotte on Facebook and here. What day is your show here on New Thought? My, my show is Sunday night. It's called Sunday Night Masterclass with Dr. Charlotte. Oh, and, oh, and this is a masterclass. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's on the New Thought Media Network. And so uh, you can hop on my Facebook page or you can go to New Thought Media Network. I mean, however you get your streaming, you can go, you can see it then. And it's it's uh, broadcast, I believe, the day after on YouTube. You know, Pastor Michael Mangus is my producer and director and he does all that. I just have to show up and go. Uh, I think it goes out. Inst- I think it goes out instantly, actually. Uh, yeah, when we're would... on the new side, I think it's the day after on YouTube. I'm, or it may be live on YouTube. I don't know. But I know it's on. Yeah, I think it... on... Oh, cool. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, good. So you're there. So you're there every single Sunday. Yes. This is brilliant. So I'm going to check in on Sunday. Oh, well, you're, I'll be watching it on Monday. Actually, I'm going to watch think, yesterday's yeah. show t- I'm going to watch yesterday's show now, <laughs> after this. Yeah. I, I was telling Michael, I said, you know, I have to have uh, Laura on my show. I, and he's like, well, we'll have to do, we'll have to do a, pre, a pre-broadcast, he said, because at 8 o'clock at night, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, her time. And yeah. he said, you, you were up. You stayed up and did his show with him one night. I tell you, he, I he's just amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah. He I is amazing. His energy is amazing. If you're here, Michael, we love you. <laughs> we do. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. So, so I, I wanted to inject this really quickly before you go Please on. Please do. Yeah. I started listening to your podcast yesterday and and uh I I was just blown away with your content. And and I like your really? you know you use for, uh, you know you you use this I think it was um uh forgiveness is oh no that was that was me. I can't it was like an ass kick moment. I think it was something like that. You know it's that aha when you got to just go snap out of it, you know, and start looking at that. And I was thinking, you know, how much, you know, stop making excuses. That was the one I was listening to. Okay. And I, and I, I wanted to share that with my network because so many of us allow ourselves to poo poo on our dreams. Yes. To dismiss to dismiss our vision because we think we might fail. And, and I've often said, and I'm so proud of the fact that you share the fact that, you know, failure is your best way of, of learning. You know, I yes. say a, a mistake is an opportunity for a retake. And you know, when you see these shows and they go, you know, uh, Laura Topper, take one. You know, and you do your thing and it's not quite like you want it and you, you break it through and then you say, okay, you're going to do a retake and you say, okay, uh, Laura Topper, take two. And then you, you do it again. So a mistake is just an opportunity for a retake. And, and it just is not to make it better, but to make it different, to use the content, use the things that you have to you. If you're building a dream, you're going to have opportunities where you have highs and lows within that dream. But you shouldn't oh. be dreaming because you've had a, a you know, a, a, a sidetrack or something like that. You know, I think I think thank you so much for bringing this in. And I yeah. think that, that that that's the podcast. Maybe it was the next day or that day, that podcast, when I I then said. The dream is is actually, it's so important to have that vision, yes. not because of the vision, because it's who we're becoming as we work towards that vision. Right. So even if that vision doesn't transpire the way that we think it needs to, it's who I'm becoming on that journey, mm -hmm. how I'm handling my life, how I'm dealing with it, how I'm doing the the forgiveness work, the prayer work, mm -hmm. my spiritual practice, how I'm treating myself and others. And that's that that for me is like, okay, that's what the vision is all about. It's showing me who I can be because right. exactly. And it's not gonna, it's never going to unfold the way that you think it it will. You may no. you may achieve your end result. But it's never going, the journey to that end result is never going to be the way you planned it. Because you it's going to take you all over the place. <laughs> yeah, because you're in egoic thinking. You're not in Christ consciousness yes. thinking. Because if, yes. if you were in that consciousness, you would think it. it's, once you think it, what you have asked for is already out there. What you have to do, your body, because we're dense, the body has to reach the vision. As soon as you ask for it, the universe conspires to assist you. 
the moment you set that intention. The whole idea is that you got to make your way to the end result. And we try to interfere with how that is going to manifest itself instead of enjoying the ride. I have a friend of mine that said, I'm in the flow of life. And he says that all the time. I'm going with the flow. You know, if it gets the road gets bumpy or whatever, I start looking for the flow, you know, and sometimes that requires just being still. Yes. And accepting it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. This is so powerful. Dr. Charlotte, would you would you um, like to share a prayer? I would be happy to come to the end of the show. Is there one final thing that you'd like to share before we pray for anybody that's listening or watching right now that may feel, oh, I, you know, they want to do that forgiveness, but maybe there's something holding them back. Is there something you, you know, God, God cannot make manifest the desires of God's heart for you not your heart, but God's heart for you. Whatever the work is that God has in store for you cannot be made manifest when you are in egoic thinking. Egoic thinking is the pain of your past or the fear of your future. You cannot be fully present in your I am if you're dragging the past with you and taking it into your future. So the whole idea is in the Baptist church, they had an old song called I Release and I Let Go. Mm. I let the spirit fill my heart. And I go on and on knowing that I'm only here for God. For God. Whenever there is turmoil and upset in your life, sit down, shut up, and return to the love that God is in your life. It's all about you. It's never about anybody else outside of you. Your path is an individual. It's not an alone journey, but it is an individual journey. And you create the desires of your heart. So I just say, that's right. Get off of that forgiveness ramp and return to love. That ramp is right there. Anytime you can just say, I'm tired of being, I, Fannie Lou Hammer says, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Tired. And we're yeah. willing to give it up and just say, I don't need to make you wrong in order to make myself right. You will live a miraculous life. So I want to thank Beautiful. you. I really want to thank you for opening up this new sisterhood that we will now share with our our, our brother Mike. Thanking brother Michael and Robert for bringing this is what New Thought Media Network is to me, and that's why all about yeah, so important for us to to support this medium where we can come together as like-minded people and and share the oneness that is God within us all. Yes. And you're going to come back onto the Cosmic Prayer. I can feel it. And I'd love you to come onto my podcast also. So we're going to talk about that another time. Say the word. Just say the word. And I'd love you also to share a prayer right now. It would be my honor. Whatever's in your heart, whatever you feel. Okay. So let's just take a moment. Take a moment to close our eyes to the outside world and to open our inner eye 
and to connect to the inner vision of our soul. And as we open our hearts, we feel the loving hand of God's presence, that golden elixir of light and love. And as God lays his hand upon our hearts, we know that we are revitalized, that we are restored to the oneness, that presence that is God. We know that in this space, in this place, that we are perfect. We have all the things that our hearts could possibly desire to live a God-filled life, a peace-filled life, a wealth-filled life, an abundant-filled life. Because when we are the I am that God is, miracles become our birthright. Miracles become ordinary things. There is nothing on this planet that we cannot ask God for that will not be made manifest instantaneously into our lives. We are the I am that God is. We are the I am that God is. We are the I am that God is, and all is well. We surrender this prayer to the cosmos, to the universe, to the cosmic prayer that is the divine oneness that we share, and that the planet will feel the light of God's love as it permeates for us for all the world to experience. So we give thanks. We just give thanks for you, Laura. We give thanks for the new media network. We give thanks for Sunday Night Masterclass. We give thanks for Dr. Michael Mangus and the Fireside Chat. We are just grateful to be able to connect to the oneness, to the isness, to the I amness that is God. So with this, we do give thanks as we let it be. And so it is, we collectively say, amen, amen, amen. And so it is. And so So it is. is. And so it is. Thank you. Blessings. Thank you for being here. And of course, you're welcome here anytime onto the Cosmic Prayer. Say the word. Oh, say the word. And- I'm getting I'm getting a vision. I'm getting a vision, Sister Laura. I'm getting one too. Okay. God bless. And thank you, everyone, for being here and for viewing. And uh, share this out with your friends, with your people, with your community. Like, su- subscribe, and share uh, New Thought Media Network as a Facebook page or and as a YouTube channel because there's so much on there. There's content, so much content for us all to really delve into to make changes, beautiful transformations for our lives. Yeah. So this network is, is a focus ministry. It's doing incredible things on this planet. And because of that, we give, always give viewers the opportunity to weave their consciousness into this network by donating and uh, being part of that uh, giving consciousness, the reciprocal law. So we have a donate button on our page, on our website page, and all of the information for that is down below in in the post. So you can check out the New Thought Media Network 
website, ntmedia.org, and find the donate button and uh, be a part of this amazing prospering community. Yeah. Thank you again, Dr. Charlie. Yeah. God bless you.